Hello, gorgeous! Happy Thursday, everyone. I'm Jessica Harlow, and welcome to another episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast. Um, this episode, I was very nervous that I wouldn't be able to post one or record one, rather, just because my sinuses have been out of control the past few days, weeks, actually. Past few weeks, my sinuses have been out of control, and I kid you not, every time I try to say a sentence, I just feel so nasal. I mean, I feel nasal even right now, so I apologize in advance if I sound really funny or really weird. I really don't know what to do. If you guys have any tips, let me know. I think I might have to get like a nasal spray or whatever, like a saline spray or whatever, which I really hate nasal sprays, but I'm getting desperate. I'm not kidding you. Right now, I'm sticking so many of these Listerine like little breath strips in my mouth just because I feel like they really help clear the nasal passages. (laughs) Um... But I don't really think they're working very well. Maybe I've desensitized myself to them. I'm not sure. But I apologize again in advance if I sound really nasal um, in this episode. I don't mean to. If I could change that, I would. Um, But anyway, we can't all sound like Morgan Freeman, so never mind. Um, In this episode, I wasn't really sure about what I wanted to talk about in this episode this week just because I've been so far down a rabbit hole with like a really creative project that again like I told you guys and I hate being really cryptic but like I don't want to give like everything away because I want to keep it really private but it's something that's completely separate from what I do on YouTube it's something that I've always wanted to do but never really gave it my all and I just wanted to give myself like a few like a week two weeks to kind of really get into it and do what I really want to do um and it's just been it's been an overwhelming process, you guys. The creative process is a pain in the ass. Um, it's it's one of those things where I think I think anybody that's listening that is a creative type of person can really relate to. It really can challenge your self-esteem in ways um, just because you think you made something that was decent. You look back at it and you're like, ugh, this sucks. Like, what the hell? And then you try to make it better and then you're like, ugh, I can't do it. And then you start over and then it's just, it's it's such a process. Um, yeah, so it's a process. I've been going through it, you guys, and I've basically been focusing a lot of my attention on that and I've been doing a lot of thinking. And I think it's really important that people do take the time out to really think about things. Um, something I heard about really successful people, whether it's Oprah Winfrey, Mark Zuckerberg, no shade because I know he's going through some stuff right now. I'm not like 100% like in the news, so I have no idea what's really going on. So forgive me if I sound completely ignorant. I have no idea what's going on. But you know, whatever. The guy has had success in his life. I mean, he's richer than probably everybody listening to this podcast and making this podcast combined. So um, he did something in his life. So never mind. Anyway, this isn't about Zucky. It's just about Successful people in general, what I've read is that a lot of them do schedule time where they just think. They spend a lot of time thinking. um, And I think it's really important to be able to give yourself time to step, step back and disconnect and think. It's one of the reasons why I've been really distancing myself from my social media and devices in general, just because you know, you got to reconnect with yourself. Um, A book that I've been reading recently, and it's not on this list because I think in this video, video, see, I'm a mess. (laughs) Because I think in this podcast, I'm going to be talking about um, some of my favorite books, books that I would recommend everybody read. One of the books that I'm reading right now, again, it's not like my top recommendation of life because I haven't finished it yet, so I wouldn't know. Maybe it will be. 
who knows but it's called how to break up with your phone i told you guys a little bit about it last week i said that i came across that title well i ended up purchasing the book and i've been reading it and it's been giving me a lot of anxiety actually because a lot of those things are applying to me and it's been very weird um and awkward and uncomfortable but you know Here's the thing with me, like when I knew I had a problem, something that would bother me is, look, and I work on my phone most of the time, like most of the day, like I'm working on my phone, I'm creating content for you guys, like on Instagram, my Insta stories, I'm connecting with you guys, I've been talking with you guys a lot, you guys know I've really devoted a lot of my time over the past like six months plus, maybe some change, um, I've really devoted a lot of my time to connecting with you guys and really getting to know you guys and forming more like almost one-on-one relationships, I would say. Like some of you, like I recognize your usernames and like I feel like we're kind of friends. Um, I really love you guys, I honestly. But one thing that would drive me crazy is I felt like after a while during the day, I would notice that, gee, my hand has been in the same position for probably most of the day, you know, the iPhone holding position. And there's just something about that that just doesn't sit right with me. I've also been spending obviously a lot of time on my computer because I'm like editing and writing things and doing all this stuff. And it's taken its toll on like my posture. Um, I've been reading that book, How to Break Up With Your Phone, because I think that it's really important to set aside time for yourself to just be with yourself and like be with your thoughts and think and allow yourself to kind of, you know, explore things and be creative and kind of daydream. Um, I feel really bad for people who grew up in, you know, like even a decade after I was born. I was born in 1990. So I got to experience childhood for the most part without you know, before the internet was really like a thing that was in like absolutely everybody's home, something that people spent, you know, hours and hours on. Like I grew up, I was born before that, um, before that whole like internet explosion happened. I was born before smartphones. So I got to actually experience things like, you know, being bored and, um, you know, not being glued to a little device in my hand, like a little screen in my hand. Um, whereas now I feel like kids are growing up and they're glued to these screens and look, I'm not the type of person who's like going to sit here and tell you, oh my God, it was so much better when I was growing up. Look, there's, there's good and bad in everything. You know, it just depends on how you want to look at it. I mean, there's kids today that are doing really great things because of the internet, um, because of technology and they're doing really cool, really innovative things. Things that are really going to change the world you know, and whatever it is that changes the world, there's always going to be something about it that might be slightly negative. I mean, there's just no, I personally believe that there's not really much in the world that is 100% good or 100% bad. You know what I mean? Like somebody's always going to get screwed with anything. Like, let's be real. But the point is, it's really important to take the time to really think and also be with your, be with yourself and hang out with your thoughts. Like I, like I commented just a few minutes ago, I grew up at a point where I was able to be bored, whereas nowadays, I don't know about you guys, but I haven't been bored in years. So it just goes to show you we're too, we're too entertained all the time. We have entertainment at our fingertips at every single second. And entertain, entertainment is great. Let me tell you, I love a Netflix Frasier binge. If you guys aren't watching Frasier, 
like side note, if you guys aren't watching Frasier on Netflix, I'm telling you, you need to watch Frasier on Netflix. It is the best sitcom I think I've ever seen in my life. Like I love Seinfeld, like I'm a huge Seinfeld lover, but Frasier is like really, really close, really, really close for me. I just think it's so brilliant, so genius. Like every, every line, I'm telling you, every line is perfect. Like, ugh, I just, I can't even get into that. It's just such a good show. You guys have to watch it. It's so funny. But never mind. But like I was saying, we have entertainment at our fingertips all the time. And entertainment is great. Everybody wants to be entertained. But you don't want to be over-entertained. You want to still be able to, I don't know, like entertain yourself without any help from, let's say, TV and things like that. You want to be able to spend time and really like think and explore things and daydream and come up with ideas um, and allow yourself that that time. Like I've started scheduling time where I'm like, you know what? I'm really not going to do anything right now. Like I will just sit. Actually, I won't sit. What I like to do is I like to lie down on the floor. I feel like I get the best ideas on the floor. It's something that I've noticed. It's very weird. I don't know. Try it. I think, I th- I don't know. I just think it does stuff. Um, like some, I'll just like lie down on the floor or I'll lie down in bed and I'll just stare up at the ceiling and think. The only thing I'll maybe allow myself to have is like a notebook, a pen, piece of paper or something, just so I can jot down anything that I feel like is worthy of jotting down. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, allowing yourself the time to really think can just be really so valuable. Like I said, I love social media and it's really counterproductive for me to tell anybody to spend less time on social media. I mean, come on, like I make a living off this thing, but I do think that it's really important for people to give themselves a chance to kind of disconnect in order to reconnect with themselves. So I challenge you, like, even if you could just spend like an hour a day where you're like off your phone, completely like free of distractions, just sitting in a room, in your room, whatever, by yourself, alone, with like a notebook, a pen, and just like hanging out and thinking and exploring things and daydreaming a bit, I think you might be surprised what you might come up with. So back to the point of, or at least I think what the point of this week's episode is supposed to be, I really wanted to sit down and share some of the books with you guys that I highly recommend, books that I think, for me, they've personally really shaped my life at different points in my life, and they've helped to put certain things into perspective. Um, So here we go. I'm just going to recommend some of them to you guys. And they're pretty they're pretty general. I feel like they're books that almost anyone can get something out of. The very first one is a book that I recommended. Like I've been recommending this book for like over 10 years easily. Like I remember being like in high school, I think when I got this book. Um, and it's called The Success Principles, How to Get from Where You Are to Where You Want to Be by Jack Canfield. And it's a pretty, it's a pretty substantial book. It's a thick, big book. There's a lot of information in it. Now, Jack Canfield was one of the speakers that was attached to The Secret and The Law of Attraction. I have very specific, what's it called? I have very specific beliefs about The Law of Attraction. I don't really believe in it the way that some other people believe in it. I feel like my version is a lot more practical. If you guys want to know more about my version of it, let me know on my latest Instagram post, DM me, email me, whatever you want to do, however you feel comfortable. I read basically almost everything. Um... So let me know if you guys want to see that. But anyway, he was one of the speakers that was attached to that. But I have to tell you that this book that he wrote 
is really, really practical. Like it has a lot of really good practical advice because my least favorite thing when I read any kind of like books that are supposed to be motivational, inspirational, you know, how to get your life together type books, you know what I mean? My biggest pet peeve with those kinds of books is when they tell you like all this really nice stuff, but they don't, they don't really give you any kind of idea what the hell to do. Like, what am I supposed to do with this information? Where do I start? So I feel like this book definitely gets the hamster wheel going. That's what I refer to my brain as, the hamster wheel. Um, (laughs) That tells you a lot about me, doesn't it? Um, But anyway, it's just a really practical guide. It talks a lot about just different principles to success. I'm not even sure how many there are in here. I mean, there's got to be like 50... 50 something of them um I'm like flipping through it right now I'm like how many principles are in here listen it's a lot there's like over 50 um principles for success in here and I feel like they're really helpful in helping you get into the right mindset because it as much as I go on about practical advice mindset is still really really important taking care of your mindset and really protecting it Um, and doing whatever it takes to nurture it and make sure that it's in the right place. And And by right place, I mean the place that you need to be in to be your most effective, to be the best version of yourself. You know, no matter whatever it is that you want to accomplish in life, mindset is really important because whatever goes on internally, like in your brain, really has a huge impact on what you're, you're always giving out a vibe. And the vibe that you give out it's always connected to whatever's going on in your head. So if you're feeling really insecure, if you're feeling really feel fearful or doubtful of yourself, it kind of it kind of you know ebbs out of you, like leaks out of your pores. Um, so yeah, so you're gonna get a lot of that, which is pretty common in most self help books, but you get a hell of a lot of it in here. But he does give a lot of really practical advice and kind of gives you like little exercises and like calls to action and things to do and, you know, why certain things work. It's just such a really great book. I mean, honestly, for me, I feel like this is my version of the Bible, if I'm being perfectly honest, um, because that's kind of like the feeling that I get from it. Like, I'm not religious. You guys know that. But like, I feel like this is a Bible. Like, this is Bible status for me. Now, the next book that I recommend is one that... Ugh, it's one that I go back to every so often when I feel like I really need a kick in the ass because this book is such a kick in the ass. I did a whole entire podcast episode for this book, so I'll be linking that in the show notes so you guys can check that out if you want more information. So I won't go too deeply into it in this episode, but just in case you missed that one, it's called Relentless by Tim Grover. And he's basically like a sports coach, like a basketball, like a personal coach for, I mean, he was like for Michael Jordan and whoever that other guy was. Look, here's the point. You don't have to be into sports to get anything out of that book. Like, I like basketball, but I really don't know the first thing about it. I know there's a guy, Porzingi, on the Knicks. I hope I'm I hope I'm right because otherwise I'm really embarrassing myself, but not really because I'm letting you know. I really have no idea about basketball like that much like nothing into real detail the only reason why I know who Przingy is is because he's Greek and I mean we just have to know him um and by we I mean like my people (laughs) we need to know who he is um but anyway listen when a when you see a Greek growing past six foot six feet tall you have to say something you have to sound an alarm trust and believe because I mean my people were a lot of things but tall 
isn't usually one of them, but no shade, but shade. Anyway, I'm five foot two. I could say whatever I want. Um, but anyway, but the point is you don't have to know much about sports at all. It's really not a book about sports. So if you're like hearing this and you're like, oh, that's a book about sports, doesn't apply to me, can't relate. It's don't worry. You can totally relate to this book because it's it's gotten it's not about the sports. It's about sports psychology, which is something that I find fascinating. And I feel like it's almost very kind of like almost tough love ish. But I really, really love this book because it really highlights a lot of things that I feel like I've never really actually seen highlighted in any other books that are even remotely in the same category. Like it gets almost kind of dark at some points. Um, really, it's really interesting. It's definitely not a book that is going to like hold you by the hand and tell you you're amazing and you're great just the way you are. Like, it's not that kind of book. And I'm not into that kind of thing because I don't really believe in that kind of thing. Um, I believe in you're born however you're born and you got to make the most out of whatever you were born as, born into, and you just got to figure it out and make whatever it is that whatever, you know, hands you've been dealt, you got to play the play the hand. What's the, what's the damn quote that I always say? Um, success is about playing the hand you were dealt as if it was the one that you chose. So that's personally what I believe. And I feel like this book is very on par with that kind of like it's on the same track with that kind of thinking and that kind of mentality. So it's something that I absolutely recommend you go and check out. I'm not sure if they have an audible version. I think they do. Um, but it's definitely a book that I've like highlighted so many pages of it. I've bent so many pages of it. It's really, really, really an incredible book. And it's something that I recommend to absolutely everybody. Like everybody's got to read this book. Um, but yeah, again, it's not like sugar-coated. It's not going to like, it's not one of those like hold you by the hand and like guide you through everything and tell you you're like perfect. It's not one of those things. But if you guys follow me and are into the content that I put out, I don't feel like that many of you are into that anyway. So I feel like you might, if you, chances are if you're listening to this podcast and you like my content, you probably will like that book a lot. So I highly recommend that one. Again, don't let the fact that it's not, uh, you know, don't let the fact that it's like a sports person. <laughs> this is how well-versed I am in talking about sp- sports. I have no idea what the actual title of this man and his profession actually is. Um, but don't let, if you're not into sports, don't let that like deter you from picking up this book and reading it. Uh, trust me, trust me. It's like, it's borderline. It's got nothing to do with sports. Okay. It's just about applying sports psychology to literally anything in your life. Um, the next book I would highly recommend is something that I would recommend to people who are interested in creating a career on social media. Um, anybody who's looking to become maybe an influencer, because I know there's definitely people who follow me who are interested in that. Um, but not even just about becoming an influencer. I feel like anybody who has any kind of business, it doesn't matter whether you're a doctor, a dentist, uh, a florist, whatever. Like, I think everybody in 2018, I mean, from way before 2018, but 2018 especially and beyond, needs to be well-versed in using social media and the internet to further their business um, and using it to work for them. So it doesn't even matter if, even if you're a local business, having a social media following, even if it's just, you know, it doesn't mean you have to have like thousands and thousands and millions of followers you're a local business, that's probably not necessary for you, you know, 
especially not right away. Um, but just having your own kind of community and being able to reach the people who, you know, are your customers or people who are um, your ideal clients and things like that and be able, being able to reach and connect with them through social media. It really doesn't matter whether you want to be an influencer or not. If you're in any kind of business, I think it's really important to become much more well-versed and get involved in social media and finding creative ways to use social media to get the word out about your business, bring awareness to it, bring in new business, etc. Um, so the book that I would highly recommend is Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, this book is kind of like the 2018 style blueprint for anybody that has any kind of business and wants to take it onto social media, doesn't really know what to do, doesn't really know why they should be doing it. Just really great at um, putting a lot into perspective. And it's just, it's, it's a must read. It's a must read. It's written by Gary Vaynerchuk and he is a huge personality guru, um, thought leader, so I highly recommend that. He originally came out with the book Crush It, but that was way back in, I think, 2009 or something. So that was a long time ago. That book, there's still plenty in it that's relevant to today, but I would say that Crushing It is definitely a very updated version. And whenever you're looking at anything that has to do with social media, um, since it's always changing and evolving literally every other day, it's really important to go for the books that are the most recent rather than ones that are written from a very long time ago. Like if you pick up a book about marketing from like 1990, all right, there might be some little bits and pieces that you can still apply to today, but for the most part, a lot of it's going to be pretty obsolete. You know what I mean? So always, if you're looking at anything that's for social media, social media related, um, the more recently it was written and published, the better. Um, so that's what I would throw out there for that um, category of people, people who are interested in, uh, people who are just business influencers, people who are um, looking to do like independent work. Like if you are a makeup artist, a hairstylist, if you are, you know, somebody who has like a very specific kind of service, if you're a freelancer, um, whatever it is that you do, you need to be on social media and you need to know how to make it work the best for you. Um, so anyway, um, so that's for that category of people who might be listening. But the very last book that I would recommend, and I'm going to recommend, this is one that I, per, this is kind of like a category that I would actually recommend, if you will. Um, but like, this is my favorite book in that category. I always recommend to people, I'm not a big role model person, like at all, because I don't really think anybody's like actually perfect. You know what I mean? Like nobody's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. Of course, it's important to learn from other people's mistakes. Listen, it's better to learn from somebody else's mistake than it is to learn from your own mistake. Write that down. Remember it. Put it on a post-it. Look at it every day. Um, <laughs> literally, it's better to learn from other people's mistakes than it is to learn from your own mistakes. But inevitably, we're all human. We're all going to make mistakes. But it's really important to learn from them so that you don't make them again. Or when you do make them again, you can make maybe similar mistakes, but they're not as bad. Um, so anyway, I always recommend to people to look to biographies because I think there's so much that we can learn from other people who are really, really successful. Uh, we can learn, I believe we can learn anything. We can learn something from anyone, 
but I do really believe in reading people's biographies, autobiographies especially, because it's really interesting to hear things from someone's perspective um, and hear them tell the story about their lives and how they got to wherever they ended up. And for me, that biography would be Arnold Schwarzenegger's, I think it's called Total Recall. Um, I I wouldn't say I read the book because it was gigantic and I'm like, I, I can't sit down and read this whole thing. So I actually just have the audio version um, on Audible and it's a really long one. I think it's like a 16 hour, it's a 16 hour event, you guys, um, to listen to this. Obviously, I didn't listen to it all in one day. It took me a few weeks, um, but there was so much that I learned from him and I've always found Arnold Schwarzenegger to be really impressive to me just because... Of, I remember I came across something about him where they said that he had, like, you have to keep in mind, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger came from Austria. I mean, he had nothing. They were, like, dirt poor. I don't even think they had, like, actual plumbing, working toilets, etc. Um, so he came from literally dirt poor nothing in Austria way back, way, way back. And for him to have some of these goals and to have actually achieved them is quite impressive impressive is like an understatement the three goals that I read that he had he didn't mention them I don't think he mentioned them in the book forgive me guys book is so long I can't remember everything he referred to in that book but I know that I read something about him where it was said that he had three goals when he was growing up and it was to become a really famous American actor the other was to become like a champion bodybuilder, like a Mr. Universe, Mr. Olympia, which he became both, obviously. And the third goal, this is the one where I'm like, okay, I could get behind the other two, sort of. But this one, I was like, this is really oddly freaking specific. Um, the third one was to marry a Kennedy. So those were his three goals, and obviously he accomplished all three of them. And that to me tells me that Arnold Schwarzenegger, besides him being like, an incredible, incredibly hardworking, motivated person, individual. Um, he is apparently, in my opinion, a fucking sorcerer. Um, no, he is literally, I find, I, in other words, I mean, why am I stuttering like so crazy? Like, honestly, I sound like Ozzy Osbourne half the time. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I think I have a speech impediment, do I? I'm not sure. Anyway, so He's basically a master manifester as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I find him really fascinating for all of those things. I mean, a lot of the times people will ask me, like, who's somebody that I really look up to, really admire? And it's honestly Arnold Schwarzenegger, but not like in the way where I would want to meet him. Because personally, I'm like, I'm not worthy. I don't know if I'll ever be worthy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just like, I, I, I'm not on that level. Like, I'm not as strict with my life as he is. Like, he was... If you listen to that book, if you listen to it, you'll really understand that he, like, dedication is an understatement. He was so focused and just really thought about things, not even just, like, like he was very focused on the details, but also equally as focused on the big picture. And I feel like he had a really great balance of the two because for the most part, I feel like a lot of us tend to... Um, I don't know, for myself, I feel like I can either get really lost in the details or, and, and like forget the bigger picture, or I get so caught up in like future stuff that I miss the details. You know what I mean? So I find it really interesting that he was able, it seems from what I 
you know, read of him, what I've heard of him and studied of him because I, I, I feel like I've kind of studied the guy. Um, he's really been able to strike a really nice, healthy balance, I guess. And I use the word healthy kind of loosely because I think he definitely, there was an obsessive thing about it, but I feel like anybody who's been really, really successful and mastered anything, they did have some kind of like an obsessive thing. Um, I don't think obsession is a good thing. Um, but up to a point, a little dash of it here and there, I feel like can be really helpful. But not to get too off topic, I didn't really have much of a structure for this episode. So if I sound a little bit all over the place, forgive me. I'm literally just talking to a microphone and talking to you guys. But um, I feel like he had a really healthy balance. There was definitely that obsessive, and I, and I mean it in a positive way in the sense, like that obsessive but overly dedicated uh, thing about him. But he seemed to really have struck a really nice balance between really getting in on the details because those details really made him who who he inevitably inevitably became but also he was definitely a very much big picture thinker and would really think about things in long term sort of ways so i would highly recommend um checking that out so those are some of the books that i honestly really recommend to anybody i think anybody can get something out of them um and personally, I feel like those four books can be absolutely life-changing. There's some other ones that obviously, I've read a lot of books in my day. Um, there's a lot of books that I could talk about, but those are the four that always come to mind. Those are the four that I always kind of refer back to and think to. And I'm very much like, you know, I really, really like a book or really feel like I've gotten something out of it if I find myself continuously going back to it and referring back to it because, you know, sometimes here's the thing, you know, and sometimes people might think like if they're listening to my podcast, because there's certain things that I do mention fairly frequently. There's certain things that I mention in multiple episodes. Um, but repetition is a really important thing because what I found in my own life is let's say when I was 16 years old, I could have heard people tell me a certain piece of advice and it kind of went in one ear and out the other, kind of like, yeah, I get it, whatever, but moving on. Um, and then it would be, you know, fast forward to when I was like 24, and then it was like, oh, like I heard that advice again, and I was like, oh, it makes sense to me now. So the reason why I can be sometimes repetitive is, number one, I talk about things that I really believe, really, really believe in, and um, I talk about things that I really know have helped me out and things that I really do believe will help somebody, if not everybody, um, out in a really big positive way. But I know that realistically, because I've seen it in myself, I know that realistically you can tell somebody something, but if it sometimes it just doesn't it doesn't register right away. It might not register the first hundred times you hear it. It might take that hundred and one time. 101th? Is that what it... That doesn't even sound right to me, but you know what I mean. It might take that 101th time to hear something for it to really click and make a difference and make an impact. So that's one of the reasons why I personally don't have an issue with, you know, if I really believe in something, I'm going to tell you it 100 times because I will tell it to you until you get it, until it really makes a difference. Um, and I will, I'll repeat things just because, you know... It sometimes it depends on where we are in our life, what we'll actually get out of something. It's one of the reasons why, you know, some people say, oh, if you've read a book, why would you why would you even hang on to it? Like, get rid of it. 
No, there are certain books that I feel like if there's something that really made an impact on you, you know, you, there there's always going to be bits and pieces of books that aren't going to resonate with you. But you never know when you revisit something what you might get out of it that you didn't before. Something that you didn't get out of it at the first time. And that's because we're we're people. We're constantly evolving. We're constantly experiencing new things. We're constantly being shaped in all kinds of ways. I mean, I've heard it said before, and you guys have probably heard this too, that sometimes you're not ready to get certain things. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you're just not in the place to be able to really receive a certain message, to really receive a certain lesson or to really understand a certain lesson. I mean, everybody's kind of got a unique timing. I really personally believe that. So for me, timing is really everything. It's very important. And you know, we don't always have control over timing of things. It's not really all up to us. Um, But I personally find myself going back to these books a lot because every time I do, I feel like I get something else out of it or something clicks in a way that it didn't before. And that's one of the reasons why I I honestly really love these books. I always go back to them whenever I feel like I'm a little bit lost or a little bit overwhelmed or just feeling some type of way. I usually go to these books and it helps to kind of regain the inspiration and that that I need at that moment and also get my head back on the right track. So it's really important about finding books that do that for you, that inspire you in the right way, in the way that you need to be inspired. Um, I'll put links to everything where you can find them and all that. They're all available on Amazon, but I'll put links and list everything that I mentioned in the show notes. You guys can check that out. I believe most of these books are currently available on Audible. So if you're more of like the type of person who would rather listen to something rather than sit and read, you can go to audible.com slash Miss Jessica. You can download your first audiobook of your choice for free if you're not already on there. This isn't sponsored or anything. This is just a link that I've had since like forever back when um, I had a few sponsorships with Audible back when they were like sponsoring everybody in the world. Um, but it still works. You guys can go there and check that out. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I know, I hope it wasn't, it wasn't too rambly. Honestly, I had to pause multiple times because I needed to blow my nose or cough. I don't know what's going on with me. Hopefully I'll feel better eventually. I probably have allergies. I'm really putting off taking like any allergy medication just because it makes me so drowsy and I've got too much to do and I can't be drowsy right now. So, ugh, the struggle, right? The struggle of being a human being. It's, it's a challenge, but hopefully you guys like this podcast, enjoyed it, and hopefully you'll check out some of these books, all of these books, and they can help make your life a little less of a struggle. As always, I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday.